All right, so what episode is this? Three? Sweet. So episode three, today we're gonna talk about the Enneagram test. If you guys know the Enneagram, you probably love the Enneagram. And today we're gonna break down pretty much how it helps our marriage, um, other relationships, and just makes life a lot easier to navigate. You're listening to the Dearly Beloved Podcast. We're a husband and wife photo and video team. I'm Christian. And I'm Kristen. And through this podcast, we hope to share valuable insight about weddings, marriage, business, self-development, and more. So thanks for tuning in. Can't wait to see what good comes out of this. Hey, (laughs) y'all. Yo, Chris just gave the dirtiest look. (laughs) Because that was so corny. (laughs) That was my approach to this what episode. What the heck country bumpkin kind of nonsense was that? <laughs> hey. Anyway. Oh, by Sean Country. <laughs> okay, let's start. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right, guys. So today we're going to talk about something that we're actually super passionate about. And um, we kind of learned about what, like a year ago now? Yeah, I would say a year. Um, and it's the Enneagram test. So for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a personality test um, with the numbers one through nine, and the numbers represent different types of personalities and characteristics and things like that. So it's just a really cool way for you to kind of dive deeper into your personality and, you know, why you act certain ways and just how you think. Um, So it's really, really interesting. Um, I think it's a huge part in um, personal growth. Honestly, um, it's definitely helped me uh, with my personal growth and just learning about myself, learning about my, you know, different, um, you know, attitudes uh, towards different situations. So I think it for me, it's helped me so much into understanding my mindset and how to get my mindset in the right place mm-hmm. to accomplish things that, you know, we want to accomplish or just goals um, it's definitely helped me become more grateful for what I do have, what we do have. And yeah, I, I think it gives new perspective in your uh, life. So we encourage you guys to take your Enneagram test. Um, where can they, what was the website again? So you can, um, I don't know the website off the top of my head, but this is pretty much what I put into Google when someone wants to take the, the quiz. So it's just Google similar minds Enneagram test. Yeah, and when it pulls up, <clears throat> oh, I think it'll just say like what gender are you or whatever, and then it it should. It starts only the ask quiz that right qu- away. Yeah. yeah, and then I'll start yeah. the quiz right away. It's only uh, what sixty two six, questions. Yeah, it's sixty some questions. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it's super interesting. So I definitely recommend. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, um, maybe even pause this podcast, take the quiz real yes, quick. Yes, yes, I agree. And then come back and listen. Um, but yeah, today. So- Today we're gonna. Uh, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say yeah. So pause it right now and then take your test because I want. I'm curious to know if you guys relate to any of any of our enneagrams. Yeah. And you can walk through it with us as yeah. well. So today uh, we're gonna start off by talking about our own enneagrams. So I wish I had like you guys here with us yeah. so I could say you know what do you think I am or like mm-hmm. take a guess. Mm-hmm. But um, some of you have already discovered what we are because we've shared it a few times um so i am an enneagram eight christian and i am an enneagram nine so what does that mean 
So we're actually going to take the time and read some of our qualities. Um, and if you guys know us well enough, I'm curious to see if you guys think this is pretty accurate towards who we are as individuals. Right. So let's read the Enneagram 8, which is me. Um, I'll read a brief description. Now, where I'm reading from is the actual Enneagram Institute website. That's always like the best go-to resource for anything related to Enneagrams. If you want to really dive deeper mm-hmm. into what your Enneagram means, it really, really breaks it down. Um, and if you do want to read yours, uh, I would just suggest www.enneagraminstitute.com slash type dash your number. Okay, so if you need to hear that again, just rewind it. It's .com slash type dash whatever your number is, and it'll bring you directly to the page. Because sometimes I find it hard, like when I'm trying yeah, to go on the actual... Yeah, it's not really the best website. Yeah, so. All right, so type 8 overview. And uh, for all you fellow 8s out there, I know you guys will definitely resonate with this. Um, Let's see. So, um, let's see, where's the brief? Oh, here it goes. So, eights are self-confident, strong, and assertive, protective, resourceful, straight-talking, and decisive, but can also be egocentric and domineering. Eights feel they must control their environment, especially people sometimes becoming confrontational and intimidating. Eights typically have problems with their tempers, with allowing themselves to be vulnerable. At their best... Self-mastering, they use their strength to improve others' lives, becoming heroic, magnanimous, and inspiring. Now, if you're an Enneagram 8, this is like this whole personality breakdown of the Enneagram 8, really all of them, can be super triggering. Mm -hmm. Like you read it and you're like, I'm not egocentric. I'm not angry. Right. and, you know, as you guys listen to, you know, the description of an eight, you guys m- might be thinking like, oh, that doesn't really sound like Kristen or that kind of does sound like Kristen. But that's pretty much like an overview. So that's describing some unhealthy and some healthy, you know, kind of versions of an right. Enneagram eight. Right. So just be prepared to like get real with yourself when you start reading through um, your Enneagram because it's going to pull out some things that you might have been through in your life that you look back on now and you're like, oh, shoot, like, dang, no wonder I acted like this or did this. Right. Um, What's and- the, did you read the, um the, this thing under the nine? Just so like, like the title of a, of oh, eight. like my brief description, yeah. my uh, like, short description. Yeah, yeah. So the Enneagram eight, also known as the challenger, is the powerful dominating type self-confident decisive willful and confrontational yeah um again triggering when i first (laughs) read this i was like i am none of those things (laughs) um but when i really dove deep and like broke it down i was like okay like i don't mind confrontation like if i need to have a straightforward conversation with you i'm all about that right right. so um so yeah that's that's a little bit about the eight I'm going to scroll down here and read. So on this Enneagram Institute page, as you look uh, and like read about your Enneagram, you'll see that it talks about your healthy levels, which is like when you're personally at your healthiest like mindset and just like where you are in your life. Um, And then it breaks it down all the way to your unhealthy levels. So it starts from healthy, average and unhealthy. And that's numbers what? One through one through nine. nine? Yeah. Yeah. 
So you can read those and you can kind of gauge where you're at currently. Um, well, why don't you read the level three and then they can go, I, yeah, go there. It. Oh, okay. Um, and you guys can go back and then read the best when you're at your best best. So we're not yeah. going to read the, the, the best best part because we want you guys to kind of dive in a little deeper with yourselves um, on this. So just to give you an idea, again, if you guys know me, um, see if this kind of connects. So level three, which is healthy, but not the healthiest, um, an Enneagram eight is decisive, authoritative, and commanding, natural leader, others look up to, takes initiative, make things happen, champions people, is a provider, protective, honorable, and carrying others with their strength. And then, um, let's see, which one should I read next? Uh, mm, level seven. Level seven. So that's this is unhealthy, guys. So like this is when I'm at my worst, and some really bad behaviors start to come out. But there's still more after this too. So yeah. So level seven for me as an Enneagram eight is defying any attempt to control them. They become completely ruthless, dictatorial, which is like a dictator. Um, and I don't know what that means. Might makes right. The criminal and outlaw, renegade, con artist, hard-hearted, immoral, and potentially violent. Ooh. I get violent, y'all. Mm. She just scratches people in the face. No. No? You don't know how I'm violent. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm not unhealthy, so therefore I'm not violent. But don't push me there either. I've seen it. <laughs> um, so that's just a little bit about Enneagram 8. I don't want to ramble on about my personal Enneagram, but it's just super interesting. Um, I feel like I definitely resonated a lot with the leadership qualities and self-confidence and um, just being that person that kind of just says it how it is. Yeah. Um, and is okay with having those like kind of in-your-face conversations sometimes. Yeah. I feel like that's definitely me, and I can relate to that for sure. Yeah. So Christian's going to talk about his Enneagram, which is a nine. Um. So, yeah, I'm an Enneagram nine. Um, my Enneagram is the peacemaker, um, the easygoing, self-effacing type, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. Um. So the brief description of the Enneagram 9 is that 9s are accepting, trusting, and stable. They are usually creative, optimistic, and supportive, but can also be too willing to go along with others to keep the peace. They want everything to go smoothly and be without conflict, but they can also tend to be complacent, simplifying problems and minimizing anything upsetting. Hmm. They typically have problems with inertia and stubbornness. At their best... Indomitable, indomitable, and all-embracing, they are able to bring people together and heal conflicts. So, yeah, obviously some of the stuff in there, like Kristen said, was triggering, but I've seen this in my life that I've done some of these unhealthy things uh, within that little brief description. So, so now we're going to read about the healthy levels of a nine and the unhealthy level. So, the, again, there's one through nine. I'm going to read level three. Um, which is two away from the healthiest level. So three is, um, level three is optimistic, reassuring, supportive, have a healing and calming influence, harmonizing groups, bringing people together, a good mediator, synthesizer, and communicator. 
Um, and then the unhealthy levels, a level seven, but not the lowest, um, can be highly repressed, undeveloped, and ineffectual. Feel incapable of facing problems, become obstinate, dis- disasso- uh, dissociating self, right? Dissociating? I, I don't know how to say it. Yeah. I can't read, yo. <laughs> Dissociated, number seven. Yeah, dissociating self. Oh, okay. Dissociating self from all conflicts. Yep, dissociating self from all conflicts and neglectful and dangerous to others. So, yeah. Hmm. When I read that, I was like, oh. And it, it's super interesting as we got to dive in deeper into our own personal Enneagrams, which is why, you know, we recommend it so much for you guys, is we started to notice, you know, if you guys listen to our first, you know, full-length episode, we got really vulnerable about some of the things that we dealt with individually and as a couple in our marriage earlier on and a lot of it was because we had some of these issues Mm -hmm. um that we didn't deal with and so now looking at the Enneagram test and really breaking down our individual personalities it's easy like Christian said you know it's easy for us to recognize bad behaviors and you know this Enneagram test I feel like People always say like, well, I'm an Enneagram nine. So that's why I do this. It, this is not an excuse. Like the Enneagram is not an excuse for bad behavior. Right. Just because you're a certain way, you know, and your Enneagram is a certain way. doesn't mean that you should continue acting mm-hmm. on those el- unhealthy behaviors just because that's how an Enneagram nine is or an Enneagram eight is like. Yeah, it's to see where you're at now and where you could potentially be at. Right. Because the goal if, is to be at the healthiest level. Right. And always trying to strive to be better for yourself because if you're not good for yourself then you know who else are you good for right. so for your marriage and your yeah. personal relationships and you know even your family relationships we made our family take the enneagram test and it was super interesting and revealing and very accurate too super accurate like if you guys sit down and have your close family and friends take the enneagram test after spending so much time with them you're like oh my gosh you are just like that yeah, like no it's mind-blowing Um, but it also really, really helps you break down and have a little bit more like understanding as to why a person acts the way that they do. And then you can kind of respond in a way that, you know, helps them navigate through those unhealthy behaviors. So you kind of can empathize and sympathize with them and say, I know why you're acting this way. So, you know, this is why I think you should change your behavior because this is what you normally do. And I think you should change that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a really, it's a really interesting way to break down your personality and hold yourself accountable and say, okay, I don't want to be at the unhealthy behaviors. I don't right. want to see any of that. So I want to strive to be the healthiest version of myself that I could be mindset wise, you know, in your relationships, in the way that you communicate, in the way that you express your feelings. It's super, super helpful. I think it's helped us out in our relationship, uh, for sure, our marriage. Um, And one thing I want to encourage you guys with, um, if you are doing this with your spouse, um, to have an open mind. Um, If there are things in the past, um, you know, they might come up in this conversation while you guys are exchanging your Enneagram types and reading through. Uh, Use this as a tool to kind of connect with each other. And when you do take the Enneagram test, it'll tell you if you're unhealthy or healthy or average. And you can kind of gauge where you're at right now based off the answers that you gave from the questions. So 
you know, this time is to take this time to encourage each other through this. And if you see that if your spouse, uh, one of you is unhealthy or in an average level, you know, encourage each other and kind of um, dig deep in these conversations because this is where it it, it goes, it's going to go, it's going to take a dip, but to go back up and Mm -hmm. continue growing as Mm -hmm. a, as a marriage. So just have an open mind, have an open heart to this. Um, This is not to, you know, um, take this test and then, you know, get into an argument where you're like, right. see, this is See, why you did it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, it's not to, time to point fingers. So if you're going to be yeah. pointing fingers when you guys are doing this, point them at yourselves Correct. and kind of look at yourself. So when you're taking this, this test, self-reflect before you say, you know. Anything about your spouse. Right. Yeah. So that's what we would encourage you guys to do um, when you are going through these Enneagram tests. Mm-hmm. I think it's when we did it, you and I, um, it was really, really uh, eye-opening. Yeah. And and it almost like shook us a little bit because of how accurate it was. Yeah. So if you guys listen to our first episode where we kind of talk about our struggles as a couple and what we faced in our first few years of marriage um, and you read the, um, like the compatibility of an eight and a nine and how they can be unhealthy together. Mm-hmm. It is like spot on for what we were going through in that time and like totally represented so many bad behaviors that we yeah. had in that time in our marriage. Um, but I'm going to keep things light and happy. So I want to read our compatibility on a more healthier level. Oh, yeah. This is my favorite thing to do. We did it with our parents. Yeah. And I like to do it with uh, with with other couples because it's so cool to kind of see the reaction towards the healthy and unhealthy levels in your relationship, how you guys act towards each other when you're unhealthy and how you act together when you guys are healthy. So again, don't fight with each other. Read it. See if anything resonates with you guys um, through reading the unhealthy and healthy levels. And always remember that if you continue working on yourselves for each other, you'll always go up. You know, you'll, you'll never digress as long as you're focusing on your marriage and um, getting each other to that healthy levels to be better for each other, then that's that's a start right there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so uh, this is um, a little brief overview of what each of our Enneagram types brings into our relationship. So what an eight and a nine bring to the relationship pretty much. So here we go. Um, keeping in mind that I'm an Enneagram eight and Christian is a nine. So Enneagram 8s bring leadership qualities and take charge. The we-can-do-it mentality that others usually look up to and rely on. They are full of self-confidence and vitality and feel like a force of nature that cannot be denied. Nines generally admire these qualities in 8s and often gravitate to them. Nines typically tend to live vicariously through the positive qualities of the other and 8s like to have people around who are impressed and stimulated by the 8s leadership vitality and brashness nines genuinely admire the eight's ability to make things happen and to fearlessly take on challenges on the other hand nines bring a sense of calm and stability that eights find soothing and necessary for their well-being they also bring to eights a feeling of quiet pride in the eights bravado and more assertive qualities encouraging eights to continue in their take charge style Even healthy eights spend a lot of time overcoming obstacles and adversity. They are fighters trying to survive and make their mark on the world. Nines are like a safe harbor, a respite, 
a person with whom eights can let down their guard and relax. That is so true, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, They tend, uh, therefore, to teach each other what the other lacks. Eights bring nine self-confidence and self-assertion, while nines teach eights which battles are worth fighting for and how not to push so hard. The eight-nine couple is thus like fire and water, an active force and a receptive force that has an archetypal feeling about it. Their roles are well-defined with each other, playing a parenting role towards the others. One is usually the daddy while the other is the mommy, although this does not go along gender lines as might be expected. Both have powerful drives and strong willpower, both like comfort and simplicity, both want to create a safe retreat from the world. When these forces and their talents are harnessed together after the same goals, this pair can be dynamic and powerful, but also comfortable and receptive at the same time. Mm. So I just love reading that, y'all. Like, it makes me feel really good about how far Christian and I have come in our relationship and in our goals. And Oh, yeah. Because um, I truly feel like that was so accurate, especially now that we're in a super healthy place in our relationship. Um, you know, obviously years ago, I probably would have read that and been like, yeah, right. Right. But um, now that we've worked through those things and I definitely see how we're meant to work together. Yeah. It's just so cool. Like you definitely, I would say Christian is like, because he's the peacemaker and I'm the challenger. It's almost like we're yang and yang, like kind of opposites, but it works so well together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm the one that tends to get like a little more anxious and stressed out and a little more confrontational and I can definitely have a temper. Whereas Christian's like, it's not a big deal. Go with the flow. Chill out. And I'm like, but why aren't you mad about this? Um, So it's definitely interesting sometimes, but it's cool to know that that's why we work well together. Because there's times where I need him to tell me like, chill out. Like, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Just let it go. Um, yeah, one thing I definitely love about this is, um, for those of you who own businesses or are, um, a husband and wife team in your business, um, it is so cool to look at this perspective from an Enneagram perspective because nines are very, you know, we're quiet and well, not, I wouldn't say quiet, but like, we're more like peaceful, reserved, um, and love to daydream a lot. Like that's one of our you keep biggest your things. To yourself and we keep time. our feelings suppressed. Um, so which is not always a good thing, um, because there is an explosion point. Um, if you guys ever get a chance to uh, on YouTube, go to Dr. Tom LaHue, um, and he'll explain some of those you know traits in your um, enneagrams, and it's very very interesting when you dive a little deeper into that. But anyway. Um, so it's kind of helped me uh, in business with my wife uh, to figure out what I'm not really good at and what she's really good at, what I'm really good at and what she's not really good at. Mm-hmm. So um, Kristen has such a drive to her. She's so like, she's a go-getter. Um, she likes to get stuff done. Like she, if it's on her list, she wants to get it done and she'll figure out a way to get it done. Like it's it's either start it now or don't even start it at all. So it's she's either... Like, if we're going to do something, we're going to start it now, like today, right now, and get it done with. And that's what I love about Kristen. And whereas me, I'm, you know, um, I like, I'm a thinker. So I like to think things through before I execute or do anything. 
um, and have it, I guess, organized in my own mind. Once I have it organized in my own mind, then I can kind of execute, you know, plans. So I like to think things through and figure that out. And when I'm stressed out and I need help with something or I need something done because, you know, I'm still kind of trying to figure it all out. Kristen, I need you to help me with this because, you know, you're my you're my right hand right here. Like, help me out with this. I need this and you'll get it done for me. Um, and that's what I love about you. Like, I, I love that that drive in you and that kind of makes me want to drive and I become that natural like achiever three Mm -hmm. and i'll and i want to you know um execute things with you and it it, it makes me feel like wow like we work so well together and vice versa with you like you know what i'm saying like i'm the type of person that i'm a i'm a visionary so if you need help seeing something bigger yeah then what you're seeing helped me a lot with that like when there's times where i'm like because sometimes I struggle with like getting out of my comfort zone. I'm like, yeah. this is what we've been doing. This is the routine we've been doing for the longest <laughs> yes, time. Yes. It works. Like if it's not broke, don't fix it. That's right, how I right. feel sometimes. So when Christian comes in, he's like, but I have this great idea and I want to do this. And I'm like, oh, it's uncomfortable. Right, right, right. My Enneagram 8 is like, no, this is the order. This is the way we need to do it. It works. Let's keep to it. Mm-hmm. And Christian is very good at pushing me out of that comfort zone and being like, you know, let's just dream a little bit bigger. Let's have a little bit more of a vision. Right, right. Um, whereas, not that I'm not goal-oriented, but it's like, I like closer goals. Yeah, yeah. He likes <laughs> Big really goals. far away goals that I'm like, oh my gosh, that just we thinking towards. about that stresses me out. Right, right, right. Um, and I just so, like, I like thinking that way because it kind of gives me something to aim for. And so, you know, once I figure like what the big goal is, I like to break it down into steps and to get us to that big goal. Mm-hmm. So Kristen is so good at just executing those little steps to guess where we want to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, like our dearly beloved shop. Like that was perfect. That's like a perfect example. Like we were trying to do that. I'm not good at graphic design or web design, but Kristen is. And we had to get this done for a deadline um, with our coach. And um, she did it, knocked it out within like a day or two and like had it all up. And I'm like, dude, like, thank you. Like, let's go. Like we're working together. And then I'm working with the coach to kind of do all this stuff. So it's just such a cool, like motivator uh, when you understand each of your strong points. Mm -hmm. Like people always say, you need to work on your weaknesses. No, work on your strengths, right? Get them stronger. And if you're married, find out what the other is good at. Yeah. that's really And then utilize each other. Like you guys, this is a marriage here. You guys are here to help each other. So use your strong point. If you're in with a partner and it's not your spouse, same thing. Like you guys are in this together Mm -hmm. and you guys are trying to grow something together and do something together. So work together. Yeah. So, um, that's one of the things for, for me too, is just as, you know, we continue growing, you know, our business, it's, you know, because I'm such a peacemaker and I like to kind of, you know, be peaceful and not like all crazy and stuff like that. Um, I enjoy building teams. No, 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 I'm not. I'm just saying, no, (laughs) I'm just saying I love building teams and and teamwork and, and kind of bringing other creatives together to work as a team. No, no, I know you do. I know you do. (laughs) I know you do. But I'm just saying, I think that's what motivates me the most when we are in business when we get to see our team like our our dearly beloved team yo and they come together and we shoot a wedding like seeing them work and it's so cool because we know all of the enneagrams for everyone on the team on the team yeah um so jolette is a two desiree is a three wayne's a two wayne's also a two amanda is a nine like christian yeah which is really interesting and jose is a nine too oh jose is a nine 
and Shelby's also a two. Yeah. So we got a lot of twos, a which is great. Um, but yeah, definitely look into those Enneagram uh, tests, you guys, because it not only has helped our marriage and like Christian said, you know, working through those strengths and weaknesses together. Yeah. But it has helped our friendships, our work relationships. It has. Um, you know, when, you know, if someone on our team is having an off day or if they're feeling a certain way or they're expressing something to us, we try and always keep in mind how their personality is um, and think about their Enneagram and we respond accordingly, knowing that maybe they need that extra encouragement yeah. or maybe they need a little bit more push and a little more motivation. Um, so the Enneagram test is just a super great tool. If you own a business, you know, ask your employees to take it. Um, you know, if you're, if you have really close friendships and you guys want to dive deeper in your friendships, ask yes. your best friends to take it, Yes. ask your family members to take it and talk about it and talk through your personalities. And who knows, you guys will see that you'll uncover so many different things that you guys needed to work through yeah. all this time. And the great thing about this is like you're building accountability. Mm -hmm. So if there's something that you are struggling with or you you see that you're unhealthy, find someone who's going to be accountable with you mm -hmm. to help you through like some of the stuff like, you know, get grab a grab a good friend of yours, you know, grab your spouse, you know, and kind of keep each other accountable to stay healthy, you know, mm -hmm. mindset wise. Yeah. It's so easy to kind of get drugged down in the mud uh, with everything that's going on. Oh, but, yeah. So utilize each other um, to help you guys grow. Yeah, I would say it definitely helps to like I've noticed when Christian and I face conflict within our marriage or even with other people in our lives, like if Christian is dealing with uh, something in a friendship and he's trying to navigate a conflict, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tend to notice some of his her. really nine behaviors yeah. of just being complacent or... Or even handling some emails too. Yeah. And, and, you know, so because I know what his strengths and his weaknesses are, I'm able to kind of help him work through that and vice versa. Like I said, there's times where I need Christian's peace and I need his kind of laid back attitude. And that really helps me go through yeah. certain things. Khalil and Lauren, um, today when we were um, FaceTiming them, I love what she says. Like we, we found out what their Enneagrams were. And this is a couple that we just photographed their micro wedding at Promise Ridge. At Promise Ridge. It was awesome. But... Um, uh, she's a one and he's a nine. So mm -hmm. learning about that was so cool. And we were able to kind of like relate to each other mm -hmm. in, in that sense and uh, understanding each other's Enneagram. But she said it really like perfect. She said that she did it with her family and her friends, uh, the Enneagram test and found out who each and every person was. And it gave them, um, I'm going to paraphrase here, but she said that it kind of gave them uh, sympathy and empathy towards their family and friends on why they do did certain things in the past or mm -hmm. why they do certain things now. Mm -hmm. And it kind of um, helps them be more like patient, patient and, understanding. and understanding towards each of the Enneagrams. And for sure, for sure, like that's definitely, I feel like, helped us and, yeah. um, and helping others to kind of get through, you know, some of the issues that they're going through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and another thing, if you guys ever want to kind of go through your Enneagram or need like mediators to be there with you, we'll take a Zoom call with Christian you guys. Christian loves that. <laughs> yeah, we'll take a Zoom call with you guys to kind of go through that as a as a couple. Um, I love this stuff. Um, yeah. I love seeing how you guys kind of 
like who raises the eyebrow and who doesn't. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I like, definitely, when we first did this, yeah. I had to bite my tongue a few times because yeah. I just wanted to be like, yup, that's you. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. you. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it, it, it's, it's great. And um, if you guys, again, like if you guys are about to do this and, you know, want someone to be a mediator, let us, like, we'll, yeah, we'll hop we're on a call all about with that. you. We did so. it with our friends, a few of our couple friends. Yeah. Um, And it was so eye-opening for them. It was. Um, so definitely hit us up if you guys want to talk some Enneagram stuff. Yeah. Um, But overall, I think the goal for this episode was to just share something with you that ultimately reinforces the idea of communicating in your relationship. Absolutely. And just keeping that communication open and being vulnerable with your spouse. And, I mean... Any opportunity, whether it's the Enneagram test or um, whatever that test is where it's like INFJ or IMTJ. I feel like those are confusing, though. Yeah. But like any opportunity that you guys get, um, there's so many other tests, too. The five love languages. Oh, that's that's a really good one, one too, as far as breaking down your personality and each of, you know, your spouse and how they receive love. That's the five love languages. Anytime you guys can have a chance to sit down. And discover who you are as an individual and then come together and talk about it. Agreed. It's always a good idea. It is always a good um, idea. We've done the love languages and the Enneagram has really helped us a lot. So we just want to encourage you guys to check it out and just explore those ideas with your spouse. I think it's also given me um, like patience with with you. Not that I don't have patience with you, mm-hmm. um, but like just seeing that and also appreciating you in your wins and what you do you know what i'm saying like when you do accomplish something it kind of helps me appreciate you oh she accomplished that because she's good at that you know and and seeing what she's good at and when you know i see her accomplish things kristen accomplish things i kind of look at her enneagram like man yeah that's totally her like that's and you know i'm feeling good about it yeah and i and and i want to just feel good with her um and you know kind of heighten that sense yeah, so that well, it's same, always same you're always you. pushing you same know with you like if i see that there's something that's definitely like a healthier behavior for your enneagram yeah and i know that that's something that maybe not wouldn't make me really happy but i'm like okay i know this is making him super happy right right um i cheer him on and encourage him so it's just those little things you guys that you can be more mindful of um because it really helps your marriage grow mm-hmm. and your relationship grow and any relationship your friendships your family Um, So definitely check out the Enneagram test. Um, And again, I want to see more engagement in that Facebook group that we started. So I would love for you guys to take the Enneagram test, post in the group, and share with us what your Enneagram is. Um, I'm curious to know what a lot of our past couples are. That would be so cool. um, Because there's so many couples that we vibed with. And like, I'd be curious to see if any of them are like eights and nines like us. So if you guys are an eight and nine combo, hit us up because we want to talk. Um, but yeah, it's super fun and really cool. Um, another thing too, that I thought of as you were talking is like, if you take the five love languages and the Enneagram test, I know I've caught myself a couple times, like thinking about your Enneagram, but also your love language, Uh which is physical touch and, um, acts of service. Um, and I'm like, okay, now how can I feed into his Enneagram and his love language (laughs) and do this? Um, so it's like. Not that it's manipulating, but wow. it's just like, you know, you're you're figuring out what makes your partner really happy and yeah. how to encourage them. And 
motivate them. So right, right. if you guys do that, it's really it's really fun and it's really good. I for was gonna say it is really fun because then you kind of come up with this is a even a a, a be, the best way to kind of come up with new ways on to celebrate birthdays, anniversaries, like yeah. understanding each other and what you guys love. Yeah, things to do like yeah. fun stuff to do together. Kind of um, spicing up that relationship a little more, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we like this because it, it, it kind of spices up things a yeah, little bit. Yeah, and um, also another thing I wanted to talk about is each Enneagram, there's a wing. So oh, yeah, you can right. either wing into, you can only wing into the number that's next to you. So for example, if I'm an Enneagram 8, I can only wing into a 9 or a 7. Right. Um, And I would say most of the time I wing into a 9, yeah. which is the peacemaker, which is what Christian is because... There's times where I'm just like, I just want to chill. Like, I just want to be home. I want to be on my couch. Um, you know, and so, and it's funny because Christian, he wings an eight sometimes. So we're yeah. like literally opposites. And it's, it's funny. Cool. And it's funny when you get to see me in my eight. And I sometimes I start, I catch myself in that eight mode because if like there's not something done that I need to you get done, I'm like, I'll like eights are the types of people that will if you're in their way they're like gonna <laughs> plow, yeah they, they're gonna walk right through you and continue going yeah like, and move. sometimes I can see myself doing that when I'm excited about a project or or something yeah. that's going on I'll like all right you know what this is in my way let's figure out how we can do this now and get it over with yeah. and it's it's kind of cool how you kind of like divert into that a little bit mm -hmm. and then go back to your yeah. kind of enneagram yeah. so take the quiz you guys yeah let us know in the Facebook group what you guys think and what your results are we would love to chat more about your enneagram yo test. i'm excited to hear this yeah I it's gonna wait. be really cool yeah, yeah. so um that's all for today guys yeah um we look forward to chatting more with you about the enneagram and seriously if you guys ever want to get on a zoom call or even meet up for dinner or come over our house whatever um we want to talk about the enneagram let's with do you it because yeah. it's a fun time let's do it all right guys until next time yep stay safe bye